Okay, so uh, it's just us two today, uh, which is kind of, yeah, we should do this. We've had some great guests recently. I'm, boy, a deaf crocodile. Oh, that was fantastic. There's, yeah, there's so much fun. I mean, midway through the episode, uh, Jill and I were having a sidebar, and I was just like, oh my God, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> it was it was such a great, I mean, like, I could sit there and listen to all the, cause like every single person we were talking about, everybody, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. So like I, you know, one time I was working with them. You know? yeah, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's the ultimate LA Hollywood story. Mm-hmm. People that have been in that town for years, they've always got great stories. So. And, and also they're, they're finding lost films. I mean, like how, how heroic and awesome is that? So I know. I really enjoyed talking and get, digging into that. And all of it sounded interesting. Um, and then Drew, it was fun. Uh, yeah. The show, um, you probably aren't going to know that that was a second take. <laughs> yeah. My uh, my computer froze at, at the um, after we'd almost finished. I mean, that was that that hurt. That really hurt losing that one. But I think ultimately, I mean, there were some good bits that we lost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately. Uh, the second time around was a, uh, even though I hate doing that where you're essentially mm-hmm. rehash, you lose some of the spontaneity cause we kind of rehashed as it felt more script like, but yeah, it did. I do feel like it was a tighter, um, a tighter show. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Drew's Drew's a, he's a great guy. Yes, he Drew is a great guy. So, and it, it was nice to, to finally. Well, although I had met him previously, I just didn't realize mm-hmm. that until didn't after the show. It. So, anyway, uh, we have a lot to talk about, though. So let's uh, dig in. Yeah. Uh, first off, I didn't ask you this before the show, but um, of, of J- the January announcements, how many have you seen? I've seen three. Okay, that's good. I've seen. Yeah, it's better than usual, right? <laughs> I've seen three as well. So good. We'll see if we uh, have any overlap. Okay. Um, so, okay, the first one, and this is the one I'm most excited about, I'll say it right here, is a movie called Festin, uh, translated as The Celebration by Thomas Vinterberg. A lot of people know he just won the Oscar for uh, uh, the drinking movie, Another Round. Um, yes. Have, did you like, have you seen that? I haven't seen it yet, no. It's pretty good. Um, I love The Hunt. The Hunt is a really good film of his that I recommend people check out. Um, so I was happy for that. But this is um, significant because it's, aside from Lars von Trier, and I, I don't want to talk about <laughs> Lars von Trier today. No, um, no. Besides, aside from him, this is really the first, well, it is the first Dogma 95 film, period. But it's really, I think mm-hmm. it's the only one other than um, von Trier that's in the collection. So, um, and do you know much about that movement, Jill? I do not. This is all kind of new territory for me. I can mansplain something to you. Please do. (laughs) Um, It was a, well, it actually is on the cover, kind of. It was like an experiment with mostly European filmmakers where they had uh, agreed upon limitations to their, to filmmaking. So like they, they had to use, I I can't remember all the, the, the rules, but like no, it had to be natural light. It couldn't, you know, they, they were trying to make it as real as possible. So, um, mm-hmm. and I'm, there's a, probably a Wikipedia for it that has all the rules. In fact, I'll, I'll put that in the, the show notes. And, and, and so, so there's maybe like, there's, there's numbers, you could consider them like spine numbers of, uh, dogma films. And so spine one was the, the celebration 
and I think they ended up being like 25, and um, and then all the directors, some of them became pretty famous. Uh, so Vinterberg, of course, Von Trier, I think was already pretty famous, and um, uh, there's a, what's, there's a, a female director, she did um, another Mads Mikkelsen movie, I forget her, her name, and she's doing Hollywood. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm completely blanking. Yeah, she's pretty good, though. Uh, um, and so, so one of the cool, my favorite things about this, uh, and I, I haven't seen this because it's been hard to get. I, you can buy like an expensive DVD, but I think it's been out of print for a while. So mm-hmm. really excited. But I think the part I'm most excited about is there is a documentary about um, the dogma movement on the disc. Okay. So uh, it's called The Purified. So that that's what they're tr- they're trying to do, like pure cinema. So maybe it's a little pretentious, but some good films came out of it. So, uh, so yeah, this is a this is gonna be a right in the player buy for me. Um, cool. Now it looks like shit though, from what I hear. It's that's why the disc, the the cover. Um, mm-hmm. This is not like I think I saw somebody joke. I think it might might have been Michael um, that they should have put it out in VHS. <laughs> 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 so um, I don't know. Does, does that sound? Does that intriguing? I might check it out. I might check it out. It'll probably come to the channel too. Um, yeah. The cool thing is, that I, I figured it would come out on Criterion someday, just because of the esteem it has. But uh-huh. um, but I did, wasn't expecting it, so um, yeah, it's kind of a jump out of the chair moment for me. Um, okay, that's Festin. Celebr- oh, I have, let's see. Look at the supplements. Some early yeah. short films. I always like those. There's a commentary. Uh, so th- there must have been a DVD that I missed out on. Yeah. Um, oh, one of his uh, his short films is called Last Round, so I wonder if that's um, related to another round. Mm. Um, yeah, interviews, documentaries. So it looks like a pretty pretty loaded disc. Uh, cool. Yeah, and the cover's really cool looking. I love that. I, I love it too, and it really captures the spirit of the movement. And um, and some people mentioned that it uh, looks like Yeezus from Kanye, and I, yeah, I kind of I get that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to talk about Kanye either. No. So, okay. And um, the next one is Time, which mm-hmm. is a documentary. I can't remember if this got nominated for an Oscar, but I know it was in the mix. Do you remember? It did. It was, yeah. Okay. It didn't win. And I, it was on a streaming platform. I forget which one. Andrea, watch it. Is this what one you've seen? I haven't seen this one, but it, it's been on my uh, radar. Um so I'm gonna have to pick this one up for sure. All right, I think I think we know which three films we share. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrea, Andrea said it was like I think she kind of appreciated it, but it really wasn't her thing, and you know she, okay. she doesn't have this all the same documentary taste. Uh, she kind of likes um, linear documentaries. It sounds mm-hmm. like this one's a little experimental. Mm-hmm. I hear, uh, but I like the cover. Uh, looks like the arrival yeah. arrival cover by Villeneuve. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, we might be talking about Villeneuve later. Um, mm. We might. We might. Teaser. <laughs> a commentary with him. It's not a long film, 81 minutes. I, I, I do like short films. <laughs> like, I do, too. Like, I do, too. Don't make them five hours. Uh, no. And then uh, interviews with his subjects, some conversations with critics, uh, another documentary by by him, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, looking um, forward to that. 
So it looks like a female filmmaker. So, uh, but yeah, that's interesting. The female named Garrett, and yeah, you can't make. I I had a I was talking to somebody named Austin at work, and I had you know COVID were remote, and I did not know their name was Austin, or I I just assumed they were a a, a, a male because, mm-hmm. I, and uh, and I gendered. I said uh, I told somebody else. Oh, I talked to talked to him the other day, and they're like. It's she's a her, <laughs> so um, yep. Put your your um your genders in your email signatures. That's right. That's that's a good way to be. And then also, you know, um, do a just do minimal research before you log on for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it's okay to 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 want to go in blind. I think. And, uh, but yeah, oh, decades Lord. long quest of Sybil Fox Richardson. There's- Outspoken Five movies prison. about this couple. They're all called Time. <laughs> that was a great time, Jill. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> so, uh, so we'll move on to the ones we've seen. It sounds like. Yeah. Um, the next movie is called Time as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait. This... <laughs> uh, it's been a hard day's night. Uh, it has been. And so, Richard Lester. Hard Day's Night. We knew it was coming. I think yep. you were, you were excited about it. It's going to be January 18th. So um, react, Jill. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, no, I love I loved this, um, this movie so much. And, you know, the I had the old Miramax DVD. Um, it was like the... the um, special edition that came out sometime in the mid 2000s and uh and it was like long out of print and it was a great uh edition um but then i saw that uh restoration the 4k restoration uh i guess it was like 2013 that that came out and uh saw it at the tcm festival uh which is where they did the premiere for that and when i was like oh god this DVD I have at home is shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then the criterion came out and it looks so great on blue. And normally I wouldn't, um, do a double dip for 4k. Um, but I think I'm going to on this one. Um, huh. cause I, I think, um, because I saw it now again, I saw it on that giant screen, uh, IMAX screen at the Chinese at the TCL. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that maybe, uh, that restoration will really fully benefit from a 4k. So it, and that's what, well, I'm not clear on it. it. It is the same restoration, right? I think it's the same restoration because the, I'm fairly certain because it says new 4k digital restoration, mm-hmm. but I'm, unless they did some tweaking to it, I'm almost positive that this is the 4k restoration that they did back in 2013, 2014. I mean, please someone correct me if I'm wrong about that. I think you're right. I mean, this, it's the same page where you buy the Blu-ray and the DVD. So, and, and if you look at the other um, items, they say dual format and 4k only yes. so um so right. I, I i think that's a pretty safe and assumption so, see i mean again when i got the blu-ray and i you know again 4k is really on movies like this it's really noticeable on a really mm-hmm. large screen with like premium projection but um 
I, I do like, because I've seen that, um, like, I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to double dip on it and then I'll either sell or donate my, uh, my blue set. So I'm very conflicted. Uh, so as you know, I, I, without hesitation, got red shoes and Mulholland mm-hmm. drive. Uh, this one, the thing is, I, I love those dual formats so much, and I really love uh, yeah. this package. I love the old, the cover. I guess it's the same cover, but, you know, that digipack, uh, it was not quite like a big brick, but it was, you know. It, it's a great set. It's, Actually, I might keep that and still get the 4K and just keep all of it because <laughs> I'm a crazy person. <laughs> what I did is I, 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 I did purchase the other ones. And I put mm-hmm. wish list on this, so maybe a flash sale if I feel like it. Yeah, that's the I, the downside is there's nothing new for. Uh, so if you look at the page, all the supplements are if they're if they don't if they don't specify which format, then it's on the DVD as well. All yeah. the others are only on dual format or 4K. There's nothing new. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, yeah, that's one thing. I, I since they're going in this direction, I, I wish they'd do just something. You know, maybe this release was what five years ago or so i'm guessing you yeah know, roughly so, and there's been things have happened i mean there's been news about mccartney and lennon lately right. so um so maybe just yeah that would have been nice to have a new but i will say i mean i am you know a kind of a beatles super fan and you know ellie my daughter um she loves them she loves this movie um and, you know, and even if, you know, I don't get rid of that, that dual format, you know, I may like have it up at my parents' house so that they have a copy of it. Cause my mom mm. loves a hard day's night too. Um, but I will say that, um, if you don't have a hard day's night in your collection, oh, yeah. uh, go ahead and snag this 4k. Like if you're on the fence, um, about whether you're gonna, you know, drop the extra, what, 10 bucks, Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and do it if you have the capability, cause you do get the Blu-ray as well. Um, and, uh, cause it does look really stunning, especially if you have a decent setup, it's, it's worth it. And it's such a fun film and it's, and, and not only just fun and, uh, you know, it's not only just for, I don't even think it's for, for Beatles fans only. I mean, it's a no. well done, well done film. It's uh, a real, you know, and I think it gets, you know, um, yeah, you don't have to. You really don't have to be a a, a diehard fan. It's just a well made film, mm-hmm. um, and the guys are really funny and they and are. they, I mean, not bad actors, you know. And it, but what's fun about it is it's it's um like a music video. It is, you know, yeah. a, a, a really very great music. Video. It, it probably inspired music videos, and there's actually some really great shots. That overhead shot. Uh, out in out on a location in in the field yeah Um, the can't buy me love well the can't the can't buy me love um i believe that's like the one of the first if not first like kind of standalone music video like it Mm. like i think that's i think a lot of folks trace back to that but um there's just a lot of great sequences and uh, uh victor spinelli uh, did I say Spinelli? Spinetti, I mean. <laughs> um, I'm just having a moment today. Victor Spinetti is so good in this. He is like the VIP of this movie. Um, and then Wilfred Bramble, too, that plays Paul's grandpa. 
Um, it's just a really, really funny, funny, funny movie. And then you also see Patty Boyd, who later became Mrs. George Harrison number one. That's right. So. Yeah. Anyways, a lot of fun. Yeah. No. And and also, I think that if if you want to buy the the UHD, and if you don't like the Digipacks, which there are the, the people, those people exist. In fact, I think there's probably the majority. I'm willing to bet that you could probably eBay this, and somebody would buy it. Um, oh, absolutely. Easier than like Mulholland Drive or uh, or Red Shoes, I think, because there's, I think most people there are going to buy the UHD if they don't have it already. So, you know, okay. as an aside here on the related films on the Hard Day's Night page, I'm seeing, you know, Being There, Quadrophenia, and then I saw Head. Yeah, I, I thought and, of that. <laughs> um, I clicked on that because I got really excited because I thought, well, maybe I missed um, when they broke it out of the <laughs> uh, of the box set of the America Lost and Found box set. And I got really excited because I was like, oh, crap, I'm going to buy this. And <laughs> it's not separate. Yeah. So you've seen it, Head? Oh, many times. It's, it's oh, a yeah. trip. I mean, I, I mean literally I, a trip. <laughs> I, was a huge, I was a huge fan of it in high school. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Big amazing how, how, how that film triggered such such a, a, a new movement, and which resulted know, in, in a lot of great films, which is <laughs> – that, that is a digression. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I have to be careful how I word this, but I, I love the movie Head. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we need to uh, uh, have a little print. Morning, noon, and night, I give you head. <laughs> um, okay. Jill Blake, everybody. So, uh, speaking of Head, our next movie is Dick Johnson is Dead. And you've seen it, right? I have. I have too. All right. We're in alignment. Uh, so what'd you think? I really liked it. Um, I think it's, I will say anybody who, without really giving anything away, it's not a secret or anything, but if you have someone in your life or currently or someone who's died who has um, Alzheimer's, um, especially if you're currently dealing with it, it may be a little... Mm hard to watch um but um i just thought that it was very beautifully done very creative um and we kind of see a it almost feels like it's in real time but of course this was shot over um i think a few years um where you're you are seeing kind of this slow um mm. death in a way um, I just, I, and it was, and it's very funny and sweet. Um, and there were a couple parts that I, or there was one part in particular that I kind of worried about, um, the ethics. Oh yeah. I think I know. Uh, yeah. I, but she pulled the plug and, and stopped, you know, mm -hmm. but I kind of felt like at a certain point, um, that maybe, this mutually agreed upon project that right. she, and if anybody doesn't know the, the whole idea is that her father is a, um, he's a, a psychologist, right. Or psychiatrist. Yeah. And he's retiring and we don't find out immediately, but basically he has, he, he has Alzheimer's and they've kind of agreed to um, make this, you know, to film and to talk about it and to make this film. And it's kind of the, where they uh, set up all these quirky um, uh, 
stage all these like terrifying deaths for him like you Harold, know. Harold and Wild kind of things right yeah yeah very macabre um and 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 her father's in on it like mm-hmm. totally down with it but you know as they're you know filming you know you wonder how much of it he's really aware of you know what's going on so yeah and whether he has the mental acuity to you know to, to comply to still right. you know, understand what he's uh, agreeing to and at some yeah right. at that, that, that slippery slope just curious did you see camera person uh kirsten johnson's first film no no i haven't oh it's amazing it's okay definitely a different vibe uh and yeah. uh, it's and but it's really about her experiences you know actually well, kind of i can understand how that would lead to this but it it's a little more artistic and it's more about her processing things she's seen uh, as a photographer um yeah that's really good in fact i i'd say it's it's better than this but i'm glad that she got to make this and i'm glad it's on criterion because th- this is a for the the subject matter it's kind of a sweet film too and um, oh it's very sweet and goes into like to- uh, yeah, this is a topic that's uncomfortable nobody wants to talk about death you know, most people don't want to see a movie about death, and so I, I think some of the, the the lightness in which they yeah. they they portrayed this helped that. But um, but it, of course it it is um, you know it is really about the the end of life period, and uh, and yeah, good trigger warning if you have fathers that are struggling um, or parents struggling. That's this might be a little difficult, but uh, but yeah, I'm glad and it's it here. Really ups- I mean, it really. There were a couple. I mean lots of laughter mm-hmm. um and i'm t- and i i have no problem with um you know frank discussion of end of life but there were a couple moments where it really punched me in the gut yeah and yeah. um and there were some tears but it it really is a a, a very heartfelt very um mm-hmm. sensitive film i i really loved it and and Johnson really brings herself in the and the same was the tr- case with Camera Person. Yeah, um, she's really. Uh, I think that's why it, part of its power because you see the the adoration, you see the love, but you also see the pain a little bit. Uh, and, right. And it's and you it's her filmmaking is her way of dealing with that too. I, exactly. Yeah. yeah no, so. and you're see- you are seeing her. I mean, she is actively mourning i mean mm-hmm. from yeah. start to finish she you are seeing her in mourning mm-hmm. um and how she's dealing with it and you know uh, i i just think it's a i think it's a a gift um that she has shared uh, with everyone showing this process and it's such a personal mm-hmm. you know difficult process and she honestly as she's filming that she doesn't you know, she doesn't know what's going to happen. No. And things do get bad. And, uh, you know, I think that that's a pretty gutsy move um, for her to to open that up for us to see. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of reminded me of the Marlon Riggs. You know, you kind of see his end of life. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's challenging. I won't spoil the film, but I, I actually don't know what's transpired since then. So I'm... I think, yeah... Um, we might find out on the, I, I'm sure we'll find out on the disc. There's a, a new commentary, um, and there's a lot of interviews and, um, yeah. So and a lot of Christian I Johnson. Saw, it's still, uh, things were static, I think, oh, okay. but, okay. I'm, but, 
that might have changed. I don't okay. know. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Um, and, and if, yeah, if anything in the meantime happens, um, we'll find out that, that as well. But yeah, highly recommend. This is, uh, I, I've seen it, but I look forward to revisiting it and I'll watch the commentary. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, in fact, I don't think my Andrea's seen it. So I think she, uh, well, I uh, think we, she might like it. Well, she, her dad's old. So, hmm. No, uh, I'll think on that. Yeah. Um, all right. So, the last one of January is um, well. Let me just. I'll just spoil for you. You're gonna see Harvey Cattell's butt. <laughs> Woo! Who, who's into into that? Who's not Woo! into that? Right? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Come on. Actually, Andrea wow. does, Andrea does not like this movie, and didn't <laughs> didn't have an opinion on Harvey Cattell's butt. I don't think she remembered it. Um, but I, but I loved it, and uh, and so I've, I guess you saw it, right? It's been ages Same. since I've seen it. So, Same. I mean, probably not long after it came out. Mm-hmm. So this is, I mean, and I was a teenager, so uh, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty excited about revisiting this. Yeah, it'll be almost like a first time watch. I do remember it. I, I remember Paquin um, because that was, you know, that was her breakthrough and, and uh, she won her, won the Oscar, right? Yeah. She did. Yeah. yeah. And she was great. She deserved it. Uh, so and she's she's turned out to be a good actress. She's been um, yeah. we were talking almost famous. She was great in that. Uh, Palm d'Or winner Jane Campion is a, a rock star director, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think a trailblazer for female directors. So um, mm-hmm. I love seeing more Jane Campion in, in the collection, um, and it's a, a UHD as well. So uh, this is when we don't have to worry about. Um, the... I totally missed that. Oh, you did? <gasps> yeah. How exciting! Yeah, yeah. So. I was too hung up and looking at the covers. I just didn't even notice it was a it was a four K. Wonderful. Yeah. So now, Uncut Gems and the Piano are the fantastic. Uh, 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 and no, Menace to Society was a laser disc upgrade. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward. Yeah, the cover is, is the s- cover stellar. is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And you know, Greg Ruth has done a lot of covers, and they're all. I mean, he, he's probably got the best cover design batting average um this is yeah and and i i kind of remember enough about the movie to see how this cover is a mm-hmm. good fit and a good uh, artistic uh, interpretation of uh or visual interpretation for the film I, i'm betting this is going to be a really nice um you know package disc package yeah. it's going to be gorgeous so yeah um this is probably my second uh most anticipated even though dick johnson is dead it's Got a lot of love too. Are you the same? I would say so. Yeah this this will be a um, an instant for me. Yeah, and again, right in the player. Um, so what yeah. do we have here? We have uh, the obviously this is probably a brand new restoration, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And UHD, of course. Uh, so some uh, Amy Tobin. Do you know her very well? This no conversation. I I just know her as a critic. Uh, some mm-hmm. interviews, uh, interview with Holly Hunter, who um, adore Holly Hunter. I do too. And the piano at twenty-five, a program featuring a conversation between Campion and the producer Jan Chapman. So that'll be interesting as mm-hmm. we we've aged, and we'll see it again. Uh, yep. So see how it age age with us, and um, and there's also oh, I, I, of course, I always love this. There's a, a short film by Campion, so um, called Water Diary. Yeah, that's awesome. This is a uh, yeah, pretty killer. I saw a lot of people complaining, and yeah, you know how I feel. Um, yeah, like oh, maybe 
maybe a hard day's night, but then shit month. Why didn't uh, Inland Empire come out or something? I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Yep, just chill. I want Inland Empire too, but come on. It's gonna, this, yeah. Come on. It's going to happen. Be patient. Um, I think it's a pretty good January. What, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. One thing we, so the last time we talked releases, we had recorded the episode uh, and, and specifically Melvin Van Peebles box set. And then by the, in between when we recorded and when we edited, he had passed. And, th- and that was the episode where we talked about Belmondo, of course, mm-hmm. Norm MacDonald, you know, a whole, whole lot of people. And so um, we haven't really mentioned that yet. And since then, I, since I've had lots of time, I've actually completed the set. Um, and I've, oh, wow. And it's amazing. Story of a three-day pass is like, it's it's basically like a French New Wave film that only a black director could make. And it's so, mm-hmm. it's it's gorgeous, it's beautiful, it's fun. Um, but it's also really interesting about the black experience at that time being in Europe. So, yeah, that was my favorite of the bunch. And then... Um, uh, yeah, the Sweetback is a lot of fun. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm and, hoping to pick this up uh, whenever the flash sale happens. So, yeah, or the next sale sale whenever that is. I'm I'm bet, betting. So we're recording this. It, this is actually not gonna. If it's if I'm wrong, you'll know it because recording on October 16th. I think the flash sale is going to be this Tuesday. I think so too. So yeah. um yeah so we'll see. Uh, and this episode's not going to come out for a while because of my tra- travels. So, uh, so yeah, the Velman, Vel, Velman, 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 Pan Beebles. <laughs> no, he's he's a treasure, and I loved hearing the. Um, I watched Badass the, with him and his uh, son doing the commentary, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, it was it was very um, very touching, very moving um, set, and uh, and very. Powerful. Uh, have you seen Sweetback? Um, I've seen chunks, but not the whole the whole kit and caboodle. And I'm I, I'm kicking myself because I had the opportunity to go see it with, and he was there. Um, mm. And this was maybe three years, four years ago. Um, but there was a conflict with something else, and I and then I couldn't get there in time, um, and it was already like. Uh, sold out or whatever mm-hmm. so i i am i really regret not going to that it's probably a fun mo- movie to watch with a crowd but i'm just gonna warn you jill it's a little um raunchy like um i can i can handle it uh well I'll, I'll just tell one story is that he got uh the clap what is that is that conria yeah he got the clap on set, so you know, you know how they make films. Mm-hmm. You know, did it a little differently with his. Um, so yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I highly recommend <laughs> it. <laughs> if it looks real, I'm just saying he got clap. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, um, our release slate. So, High Sierra, uh, Incredible mm-hmm. Shrinking Man, and Ratcatcher. Those are actually both coming. The latter two are going to arrive here today. I can't wait. Uh, and I finally watched High Sierra. Um, and it was freaking awesome. <laughs> Pretty great movie. Again, I am uh, hoping to pick that up soon. Yeah, and I'm. Uh, we're gonna. Ha- what what I did is I watched the movie just to see it, and then I didn't touch any of the supplements because um, just so the audience knows, we might dig a little deeper into that one in a future episode. So yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, 
And we've already talked about Incredible Shrinking Man and Ratcatcher. Um, so mm-hmm. n- now we have uh, the October-November slate. So Devi by Satyajit Ray, uh, mm-hmm. Lestrada, Once Upon a Time in China, and Mulholland Drive. Yep. Uh, I, I seem to remember you said you haven't seen a Ray film. Is that right? I have not. Okay. Well, I probably wouldn't start with this. I th- I'd probably start with that Pooh trilogy. Yeah, that's that's on my list. And I'm probably, if I don't, I have like a, a bunch of Criterion gift certificates. So, mm. you know, depending on my mood, I may pick that up uh, on the sale. But we'll see. So, so yeah, uh, good. I'm, I'm excited about the one, Once Upon a Time, Time in China. All brand new to me. Um, but yeah. For me too. Yeah, I'll be... Be taking a look at that. Okay, and some rumors. Uh, so there was a rumor that Amadeus is going to come out in, in UHD uh, on Criterion, uh, and it was the the actual director's cut, which is weirdly, I guess, the theatrical cut, cut uh, and the, the shorter <laughs> cut. <laughs> um, yeah, thought it might happen January because it, this seemed like a pretty. Uh, pretty convincing rumor and if they're doing uhd this makes perfect sense right um yeah have you seen amadeus in a while yeah it's it's been a long time though again that's another high school i think for me so a good uh oh my god almost 30 years (laughs) (laughs) we're 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 aging aging ourselves uh yeah i think people know um yeah, I, I've seen it a few times. I did buy the Blu-ray that had the the extra director's cut, but I hadn't seen it in so long that I couldn't have told you which scenes, you know, were there were were not there in the yeah. first cut. So, uh, yeah, look, looking forward to if it happens uh, to to see that again. That'd be uh, great. And there's another one, uh, another Janice films called Drive My Car, and mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about this. Oh, it's brand new. Uh, Ryosuke Hamaguchi, Japan, twenty twenty one. Yeah, it came out this year. So, oh, it's one hundred seventy nine minutes. So, uh, so much for short films. <laughs> <laughs> Adap- oh, adapted by from uh, Haruki Murakama's short story. Um, do you know him, Japanese author? Oh, uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, supposedly amazing. I haven't read his works, but um, I think some of them are really long. So, you know, mm-hmm. and, and unadaptable. So this. Should be interesting. I, I like that they're doing uh, distribution deals. Oh yeah, it's great. Although I'm digging they, it, I think they started that with uh, jellyfish eyes. So <laughs> <laughs> your favorite film. What's funny is the the new iPhone Photos app, the, uh, the new mm-hmm. iOS has these mm-hmm. um, photo memories, mm-hmm. and, and since I blogged about jellyfish eyes and took mm-hmm. a, about twenty screenshots. It has a photo memory of that day. So you're just being constantly like taunted. It's it's just, it's actually a pretty amazing photo because uh, I took so many screenshots and um, but yeah, it's <laughs> it's kind of hilarious at the same time. Uh, I love it. Okay, and there's also um, uh, Jim Jarmusch's uh, Coffee and Cigarettes is playing on the channel with the Criterion mm-hmm. Janus logo. Um, I don't think we've talked Jarmusch before, have we? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit. I think when, um, not really a lot, maybe when Ghost Dog came out, but. Oh, Ghost Dog is so good. Um, are you a Jarmusch fan? 
Um, um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan. Really? Okay. But I don't. I don't dislike. Okay, that's fair. Have you seen a lot of his work? Some. Some. Okay. Some. So, um, but I'm. Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, <laughs> I I don't feel as as um I have to be in a mood. Yeah, you no, know, like that's fair. You know, I've got to be in a mood. That's fair. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm not anti. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it would hard to be anti because he is he's done so much for independent filmmaking and exactly. Um, and I love Broken Flowers. I mean that that one's great and um, Dead Man obviously. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, I've got to always come away feeling uh, really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think I've probably seen some of the films that you haven't, and they're not all like that. So, um, yeah. in fact, Down by Law it would be a, a good one if you haven't seen that. Um, believe it or not, Robert Benini, Roberto Benigni is amazing in that movie. Um, I think I've seen that. When oh, did that you? come out? Like, 98? No, 86, 86, 86. Yeah, it was late, mid, mid, yeah, that, I that makes sense. I saw that in college. That's, that's got Tom Waits in it, doesn't it? It does, yeah. And the, also, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I've seen, I did see this when it came out um, because uh, 2003, I was still a Jarmusch fan. Uh, and this one's interesting in that it, the one thing about Jarmusch is like, he accumulates friends through his filmmaking mm -hmm. and they keep coming back. And so basically this movie is a, just a whole bunch of vignettes with him and his, and the, the, these people and just, just hanging pretty much. And I remember not being like terribly impressed, but it was enjoyable. So, um, so, but that was almost 20 years ago. So Sinke Lee's in it. Who is that's uh Sinke Lee. That's, um, that's Spike Lee's um, brother. Oh, interesting. Yeah, well, he has a relation. Um, what was that? Uh, 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 not, not Night on Earth, was it? Mm, yeah, Night on oh, Earth. Oh, Lee's in it, too. Uh, Spike's sister. Oh, okay. interesting. All right. You know what? I think I've seen this. Oh, you have? I've seen Coffee and Cigarettes. Okay, cool. Do you remember Likely? Like Ant? I don't remember anything from it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I've seen it. Same. I've seen it. Same. Um, I, I remember seeing it, and my my take. Um, there was a, a Spike Lee connection on for Night on Earth, um, if I remember. Okay. So that and they were at NYU at the same time too. Were they okay? And they're they're yeah. both big filmmakers in the New York, New York side. So make yeah. Make... They. I, I'm fairly certain they were they were in school at the same time. Mm -hmm. So cool. So, yeah. Uh, I think that that'd be great if it comes out. Um, and then uh, let me just run through a couple of these things we have because there's some cool uh, Beyond Criterion stuff to talk about. Uh, Kino's getting some like it hot, probably 4K. Yeah. Um, so could the Criterion go out of print? What do you think? I don't think it will. I don't think so either. I think they probably have a, like a 10-year deal or something. Yeah, I think I think that the the Kino is just going to be a 4K. Um, and nothing else. And, mm -hmm. um, the, um, uh, yeah, I think, I think Criterion had, they, they secured Blu-ray and DVD for, for a bit. Yeah. But I'll just say that if you want to own some like it hot, 
I would buy it. You know, I you never, would. You never know. But buy what I you would. want. I would. And it's and it's and as someone it. who has multiple um, versions of this film, um, and I had the whatever previous blue of it. I guess it was a was that a MGM Warner Brothers release. I can't remember, but um, and it looked good on that. But the uh, the uh, Criterion blue of it looks stunning. So yeah, it did. You know, go ahead and snag it. And I'm sure the Kino would look will look great too. Um, it's just probably not going to be um, as stacked mm-hmm. as the uh, Criterion edition. Yeah, if, for a Billy Wilder, I, that's probably I, I like some like it hot quite a bit, but um, that's probably not the one I would double dip. There there are other Billy Wilders. Actually, probably the Charles Brackett era is is uh, more. Or my speed. This was the Diamond era. Um, although there are some great movies in the Diamond era. All right. I think we have to talk about this a little bit. Uh, mm. All right. So uh, Twitter on, on Netflix, uh, they teased that there was going to be a big Fincher announcement. <laughs> and sometimes yeah. I, I wonder about that, you know, PR choices. Um, so expectations were for a third season of what was the show, Jill? Mindhunter. Mindhunter. I haven't seen it, so I, I don't have. Have you yeah. seen that? I've seen the first season, um, and it's great. And everybody wanted that, and <laughs> I was like, "You're not gonna get it." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the what actually they got was this thing called Voir, uh, which I think is very interesting. But it kind of got mm-hmm. lost in the hey. In fact, I, I looked on Twitter, and Mindhunter was tr- tr- trending. <laughs> Uh, this is what this is like um a case of they totally got the they they do i don't think they knew their audience at all no on this and they totally screwed the t's up i'll just say that frankly i think this announcement is for people like us and cinephiles because what this thing project is is interesting it's um some sort of series i guess of um visual essays on film which and there's really very little information i mean we we were told given no details but um other than i think they're going to be 10 minute to 30 minute visual essays yeah and, and so obviously the criterion connection is you know i think criterion has been a pioneer with visual essays and getting them out there right it'll be weird having those not with the film so like every frame of painting is a very well known one. There's lots, um, right. uh, and he does a good job. And there's lots on Filmstruck, and I, I'm sure you right. participated in some of the that. Um, so yeah, I'm, I, I'm interested. I but there's another series on Netflix called um, something, the movies we love or something like that, mm-hmm. and and it's basically mm-hmm. like you know, Back to the Future and you know, right. mainstream films. So I haven't watched it. I don't know. Are you interested in this? I mean, okay. Um, they have not given a list of, because it, it looks like Fincher may be com- compiling, and this is like a serialized type thing. Um, and I don't, I don't think they've really said what his role in that is. Um, but they, and they haven't given a list of who all is involved, but mm-hmm. some people have said that they're involved with it. Um, and I, and all I will say is this, 
is that some of the people who have announced that they are involved in that they have produced something for this project, whether it is they have written something or they have edited something, I'm very excited for them. Uh, these are people that I admire their work. Some are friends. Um, Great. And then there are others who are involved with this project and I kind of want to kill it with fire. Um, <laughs> so, and I will leave it at that. And if you know, you know, that's yeah. all I'll say. Um, I, I do know, and I'll keep it. To, I, I'll keep the names to myself. But uh, right, I just, I just don't feel like um, bringing on that wrath. But, mm -hmm. um, but you know, if you know, you know, and when you see it, and if you know, you know, you'll know. But it, yeah, it's yeah. interesting that you know the the video essay is gonna. This is really gonna hit the ma mainstream. So uh, we'll see see what happens. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't know if I'll, I'll like it or if I will be interested. I mean, we don't know. Or if don't our know, listeners will. Yeah. We don't know enough about it. Um, I do know that the that a lot of my cinephile friends who are Fincher fans saw this announcement and they were like, you know. <laughs> I mean, um, because they're like, can Fincher just go back to making good movies again? Yeah. Um, but – you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna write it off completely. Um, yeah, we'll see. Open we'll mind, see. open mind. We'll see. I'm I, gonna be open minded. Yeah. And if it is one of these things where it's, you know, kind of done in a story of film type way, yeah. where each episode is, or if it's going to be episodic, I mean, I'm making assumptions here. Um, if it, if it is going to be episodic where I can conveniently <laughs> skip over the ones that I just don't want to deal with, um, then great. Yeah. You know, we'll see. I, I have a feeling I, it probably won't be up my alley, but so I'm more interested in like what it does for the visual. Uh, sure. So, so the impact, I, I like the idea of it. Um, and I, and yeah, David Fincher's you know, great. Uh, very talented. So I, you know, being involved, that's a plus. Yeah, and um, this is giving, I mean, again, I've, I've got some, some people that I really respect that do really great work, mm -hmm. um, in, in, uh, cop, you know, kind of edit, piecing together these visual essays. And it's really an art. Yeah. Um, and so I'm really happy that, um, these people are, are getting their work recognized. Um, so that that's exciting yeah. um, because yeah. visual essays are, I mean, it's something that, that, um, you know, a lot of times are used in like more academic settings, but um, you know, it is, a, it is a, 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 an art form that I do have an appreciation for. And so we'll see what, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for good to get the, yeah. To give some work to people that are. Uh, yeah. So anyway, um, and TCM, you want to take this? Yeah, I mean, this is just a quick blip um, that, you know, the because of the pandemic, the past two years of the um, Turner Classic Movies uh, Classic Film Festival has been virtual. Um, the one in 2020, obviously, like I, I, you know, I had my plane ticket and, mm. <laughs> and everything and I was supposed to go to and then they they. They were one of the early events, uh, you know, early on that sh that shut down, um, and they went virtual for that. And then for this year, um, they were uh, all virtual. Um, 
So they are going to have the 13th uh, annual film festival in person in um, Hollywood. And I'm still on the fence about whether I'm going to do it or not. Um, it's yeah. just going to have to, we're, I'm going to have to play it by ear. Um, I'm, I originally ruled it out completely. Um, but uh, my husband's been kind of like, eh, let's, let's think about it. And he's actually maybe considering going with me. He's never been. Oh, cool. Um, so we're just, we're kind of seeing what's going to happen. It's kind of hard to think too far ahead because we still have an unvaccinated kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I oh. am excited that they're, that they're going to try to pull this thing off. So, and they haven't announced any films yet. Um, they usually, what'll happen is um, they'll maybe say, all right, we're going to have, you know, they'll, they'll leak out maybe five or six titles yeah. that they're going to show. And then the full Peace schedule meal. comes. Yeah. The full schedule. And then they'll make a couple more announcements. And then usually the full schedule comes out about three weeks ahead of time, but it's going to be um, April 21st through the 24th. Um, if you are interested in going, if you've never been uh, the pass is going sale next month. And I highly recommend buying that pass um, ahead of time because they do sell out, but they do. If you live in LA, they do, um, single ticket, um, where you can like line up. There's no guarantee you get in, but you can line up in a standby line and buy a single ticket. Um, once everybody's been seated with their passes, then, um, sometimes you can have a pretty good shot of getting in depending. So we'll see. Yeah. It's hard to to know what the world's going to look like in April of 2022, but, the one thing is it's in L.A., and so uh, if you're right. unvaccinated, you, you ain't going. I'll just say that right there exactly. Now. And and in there and in there, like the details for the for the festival, they haven't said that they are forcing proof of vaccination, but it says that they may require it. So I think they've left the legal language loose, um, but they will have to require it because just the because city. of where it's being held. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they're, you know, going to do if they're going to be aggressive and do, you know, mandatory, um, like if masking indoors is still something we have to Mm -hmm. do. And if they're going to do like testing and vaccination, like, like some of these other festivals have been doing, then I'm going to be more uh, willing to, to sign up for it. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, I'm sure listeners will hear about it. Um, and yeah. uh, and as and as you as the films come out, there's always good films. So uh, always, and it's always a broad, you know. Um, it's not just the weird stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do show. I mean, and they do get some great stuff. And they do, like I said, you know, Melvin mm-hmm. Van Peebles was there a couple years ago, and they do get some really cool guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and some, and that's where I've seen. I mean, I saw a Rosalini. Um, a, restoration premiere there i saw the swimmer restoration Ooh. after it you know wow. i mean and allison anders i love allison she's so fantastic mm-hmm. um she did the intro for that so i mean i've seen a lot of of uh premieres at that festival so and you know papa marty popping up mm-hmm. to introduce a uh a nitrate uh, film, so you never know who's going to be there. That's great. Yeah, one one day I want to go. I won't be next oh, year, just, just because of the you... dates. But uh, one day I want to go. All right, we are. We're let's see. We're, oh, well, wow, 
we're running a little long. Um, we're almost done. We're almost there. We're almost there. But I, this this segment, the Beyond Criterion, I think we're going to have some things to talk about. So um, what you got for Beyond Criterion? So I have this stunning Arrow Video special edition of David Lynch's Dune. Hmm. And um, I just got it. Uh, I love this train wreck of a movie. <laughs> and I haven't seen it since college. And so um, I'm really looking forward to uh, Thomas and I are going to. Usually he kind of gives me a hard time when I've uh, when I have movies show up. He's like, damn it, we don't have any more room. This <laughs> one shows up and he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like super excited. So um, this this um, this set is stunning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really the, this movie may not deserve this kind of treatment. <laughs> but damn it. <laughs> Um, have you seen it? You've seen it, right? Well, Jill, yes, and I've opened the set and I've watched the the UHD, and um, uh-huh. we have similar stories here. I love this movie, <laughs> and I've defended it from haters for yep uh, decades, <laughs> and and I I rewatched it again um, like maybe a couple years ago, and I still <laughs> still loved it. Yeah. This time, I, I did not love it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, no, no. the thing is, it really is bonkers, and I think the further removed you get from the books, so I, I had read the books when I saw the first, um, uh-huh. or in this case, the book, really, because it's the first Dune, um, and so I, I kind of, I didn't need the exposition, I, I knew the um, the backstory, now right. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> and then there's um, uh, the, the the character that has the um, the the warts. Like mm-hmm. I didn't need that that guy in UHD. <laughs> we'll just say I, I wanted to like just get a, a pair of scissors and just poke it at the screen. When he was oh. on there. Um, anyway, I, I I still like the the movie. It, it's um, and I don't know if you've seen Jodorowsky's Dune, but it's uh, I haven't. I would have loved to have seen that. How that? I, I think it might have been the same result. Like just this batshit. Dune movie, and uh, yeah. and then the Villeneuve is coming out uh, actually next week. Uh, so um, yeah, and I think that may be my our return to the theaters. Um, really, we're gonna yeah we're gonna try to um, I, I think Thomas might try to play hooky one day when Ellie's in school, and we'll go see like a morning show at the massive IMAX in Midtown. Nice. Yeah, that, so, feel, that feels like a movie that deserves uh, yeah. theatrical treatment. He so, uh, really wants to see it, and he was like, well, I'll go see it by myself. And I'm like, no, I, I think, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I can pull it together because I just really want to see Oscar Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> I get you it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I can even put up with baby Timothy for that. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I'm, We'll see. I If I see it, the one thing is it's – we have the option to watch it at home. So um, that that's awful tempting sometimes. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, mine is Flickr Alley. And, uh, and yeah, we, we talked about them with Imogen. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, and I actually, I, I did pre-order both of those um, titles she mentioned. Yeah. So the, the International Noir. I can't wait for those. I think they were both Mexican Noir or Latin American yes. Noir. Yes. I think one was Mexican. One might have been Argentinian. I, 
I could um, be wrong. think you're right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Flickr Alley is, is great. And uh, uh, they're, they just announced uh, Duvivier in the 1920s. Oh. And as Julien Duvivier was a prominent mm-hmm. filmmaker in the 30s, 40s, um, kind of fell out of favor with the French New Wave. Uh, Truffaut hated him. And um, but I, I think he had some some great films, kind of some highs and lows, but but relatively consistent. And mm-hmm. um, and his highs were really really high. Uh, they were five from 1935 is great. Um, David Golder, um, there was a whole bunch, um, a mm-hmm. whole bunch. And we uh, Panique as well is in the collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, fantastic. And he, um, but I I haven't seen his anything from the 20s. I, I don't believe. Because they just haven't been available, and right, uh, and I, I did some studies of French film. Uh, I think a lot of you know that the '30s French film is like my, that's my my, my thing. But um, I th- I think his '20s work was not seen as high quality as his '30s. But um, but I'm still excited to go re- not revisit, but visit for the first time. And I think one or two of them he actually remade. I know that uh, the carrot. I forget the title, but the carrot movie was remade, and I've, I've mm-hmm. seen that. There's some clips of that. No. Did you pick this up on the recent um, flash sale? No, they or did just, you pre? So, they, or did you pre-order this? Or I actually haven't yet. I, I oh, think, oh oh. I figure it's not going to sell out because. Yeah, um, I don't know, Aaron. There may be a mad rush. <laughs> the thing is, I have so many pre-orders coming. It's a December release, and I have so okay. many. So I've got like the May West to the um, the Shaw yeah. Brothers. I just I don't I, you know I, my marriage might need got time. might need a little couple months to, to get yeah, a couple and paychecks. Yeah, if you guys haven't ordered from Flickr before, I mean they they are just mm-hmm. they really put out some great stuff. But yeah, they're 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 awesome, and I did order those two um, with, through Flickr. So, um, and I know that we are this segment we've we've done like short takes and other things where we each bring something, but there's a bigger topic I think we need need to talk about. And yeah. that, that's this indicator news, uh, indicator powerhouse, uh, Limewood media. They, they got to figure out their branding. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, we, everybody calls them indicator. They should just go with that. But, um, they're going to have some sort of U S distribution uh, and mm. from the sounds of it, they're going to, so they have, it's going to start in January and they just an, um, announced their January titles, but they're usually like 3000, sometimes 5,000, uh, right. copies this time they're 2000 for just the UK and there's going to be another number TBD in US so. on the US yeah so but i mean i imagine that probably a lot of that 3000 5000 allotment i mean how much is that coming here oh, you a know lot. so they've got it they've got to know what they're I don't think they're screwing their UK audience. <laughs> no, no. They they've probably done their research. They they know where yeah. they're shipping packages. Um and I've talked to that the 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 actually all of all of them. I've talked to Indicator and um but especially as a customer, their service is just superb. They're I think it's the fantastic. best. Fantastic. The best. Yeah. Um so yeah, they, I guess they're gonna have a website launch at some point and it'll probably be yeah. a US version. Um I know Arrow yeah, was gonna so do that once. It, it looks like we are not getting because I think there was some confusion. You know, it looks like because I know on one of the on one of the uh, groups, someone's like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm going to get this May West set." I don't think that's happening. No, I, yeah, I think too, too early. That, and also because Kino has those films here, um, 
the Mae West films and they just released them. So if you want that Mae West set, I think, I mean, don't Mm -hmm. do this. And then if it comes, don't be pissed at me, but (laughs) I, I don't think that's happening because I don't think they have the rights to release them here. Um, and, and because Kino just released all of those Mae West titles. So if you want the, you know, uh, if you're not region free and you want the Mae West, I think your option is going to be the Kino. Yeah. Um, but it looks like on this, we're getting um, Hoffman, Peter Sellers. Uh, we're getting Girl Stroke Boy. We're getting the Blockhouse, uh, the Brute. Mm-hmm. Is that it? I think it's yeah. It's all the January I think slate. That's it. So, so, so that's their January, and it looks like it's getting the the dual distribution here, Canada and the UK. And you know, their library has pretty consistently been. For, I will. I, I wouldn't say consistently, but I'd say the majority has been region free uh, i think they try to get licenses in both countries mm-hmm. but yeah it doesn't always work out as you may mm-hmm. west is a great um a great example and by the way the 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 december and january dividing line so they've said this starts in january so i think may west is nothing's going to change with that um yeah so i mean I think- it, and at first i was like wait they delayed it mm-hmm. so i wonder if like this is going to be but no i think you it's know. still de- december though isn't it it is still December. And and the other thing that's cool about this is that if they are, you know, and they haven't said where we can order them. Here. They just said, like, yeah. in stores. You yeah. know, they haven't said where this can be ordered here. But, I mean, the, the great thing about this is that we are possibly not going to have to pay crazy shipping, um, <laughs> you know. And, and the other and, thing, too, is that, you know, um, a lot of the titles that they were releasing were ones that Twilight Time had um, license for here. Mm-hmm. And then Indicator was also licensing for those in the UK. And then Kino has picked up some of those that Indicator had. And so, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see if everything they're releasing um, is going to be here um, going forward. Um and what gaps they're going to be filling and it, it'll be kind of interesting to see where this where this goes yeah yeah the twilight time library has been pretty well distributed now and criterion actually yeah. has a couple so um yep but yeah i think it's a good business decision for them i think it's fantastic um i get they're growing and i, I think they're a good label and so we we have the we, they haven't announced a fifth noir set so of columbia noir um, so maybe I'm sure there'll be some box sets uh, being announced. And I yeah, know. You, you, we might be able to buy them on like you know Amazon, Barnes Noble, wherever, and mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get them quicker too. We won't have to wait yeah. for uh, the. And as anybody that's been fo- following the supply chain, uh, my my uh, my imprint set, uh, the uh, Zangamu um, Maggie Chung set, is has been sitting in the airport for like <laughs> a month now, I think. Um, so. In fact, it might arrive when uh, I'm in Atlanta. We'll see. <laughs> but good stuff. Um, yeah. Okay, so short takes, our criterions. Yeah. Uh, have you watched one? Yes. So, um, you know, I was uh, speaking earlier to our patrons uh, that, uh, you know, I have a stack of all the Halloween movies, and a lot of them are not kid-friendly, and 
Um, but one of them that is, is uh, Renee Claire's I Married a Witch. And that's turned out to be one of my uh, uh, daughter's favorites to go to for, for Halloween. And what's great is it's another short movie. I think it's, what, like 78 minutes or something. And uh, it's got uh, Frederick March and Veronica Lake and uh, Robert Benchley. And, uh, you know, this was a movie that was kind of like caught up in rights issues and had not seen the light of day in ages. And uh, Criterion released it, I don't know, maybe 2013, 2014 mm-hmm. uh, on, a, uh, on Blu-ray. And um, it's a great little set. And uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's kind of this is kind of the inspiration for Bewitched. Mm. And yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a it's a fun movie, very very funny and sweet, and uh, oh, also Cecil Kellaway's in it. He's nuts. Um, so yeah, we just uh, we just popped that one in and lit the spooky candles we have and nice uh, opened the windows up for a little bit of a uh, little crisp uh, fall air, which always adds a little bit of a mood when you're watching a Halloween movie and. So that was a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would not recommend Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> no. for, for horror month. Um, no. And yeah, uh, yeah, Veronica, Veronica Lake is really good in that. Uh, mm. And I, is this her? Old, no, no, Sullivan's Travels. I think that those are her two in the collection. And I, and um, and um, is the um, no, never mind. <laughs> I was thinking there was another one, but there's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't I keep that trivia in my head. Um, for the, well, some of it, I, I guess I do. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, as I mentioned, I, I've been breaking my horror horror rule, and that's just because I got sick and I had uh, so much time, so I don't have enough horror movies to um, to satiate that that appetite while I'm uh, while I'm sick. So, and, and my I'll share that my short take and piece of flair kind of go together. And my uh, <laughs> short take is uh, Mona Lisa by uh, Neil Jordan uh, and with the amenable Bob Hoskins and um, Kathy Dennis, is it? Uh, um, and this is a, I guess you would call it a post-noir, neo-noir. Um, it's, it's in that vicinity, but it's kind of different. Um, first off, Bob Hoskins was just a tremendous actor. We were, I think it's, I think it's fair to say we worship him yes. on this podcast. And he, I, this was a rewatch. I had watched this um, probably a decade or, or so ago and loved it. Um, and loved it even more on the rewatch. It's just, it's, and I, I won't go too, I mean, it's a CD plot. It's about a, a former gangster, a, for, well, a gangster that had served time and he gets out and then he is assigned detail with a prostitute and, they live in different different universes, and they are both flawed individuals, and they're both, you know, tr- searching for something. And basically, what they're searching for, the Venn diagram does not overlap. Um, <laughs> doesn't, but doesn't ever in these. <laughs> <laughs> but it's such a great movie, and um, you know, I I won't give away the ending scene. I, I will just say that there's a little flourish with um, with some sunglasses, that is. S- s- just a great touch uh, and really 
added a lot of them. I cannot wait to pick this one up. I mean, it's this is the number one, like, as soon as that flash sale goes on, mm. which will have probably happened when you guys hear this. Um, I'm, I mean. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. And I okay. love him so much. Love him, love him, love him. And I am, but I love your piece of flair movie. <laughs> so I'm just like, I got to pair these together for, for a double feature or so. Should, should we break protocol and just go into my piece of flair movie? Since do it's... it, do it. Cause it makes it, it works. The, so this was my first time. Um, and, uh, <gasps> I know. So I have the arrow version of the Bob Hoskins set with Mona Lisa and, um, the Long Good Friday and Apache's also, which is a bonkers short movie. <laughs> watch that someday. Don't watch your with your kid, Jill. <laughs> um, uh, and I forget the Mackenzie's the director. So the Long Good Friday. Have I mentioned that Bob Hoskins is just miraculous? Had not he seen is a badass motherfucker. He, he is great, and and he can turn on. So he can be like combustible explosive mm-hmm. and he can also be sentimental and charming and he's everything in this movie he's all over the place and oh god and you just never know what he's i mean he is literally about to explode yes constantly and he's terrifying and and also helen Mirren is is oh my god i mean really, really everybody this is just oh and um uh, pierce brosnan his first pierce appearance brosnan, babe Baby Pierce. Baby Pierce. Baby Pierce. Oh my God. <laughs> a pretty, pretty important role. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I didn't so. recognize him the first time through. Um, yeah, I was floored by this movie. Like, it doesn't have a ton of style, you know, but it's so well written, and it's and and the yeah. way they don't reveal, uh, you know, really what, who the 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 villain is, no. and to the characters or to the viewers. Um, and I, I watched it twice. I watched it with with the commentary with the director, and uh, it's. I don't do this much. I think I posted my my five star ratings. Um, so out out of like six thousand films, I have like a hundred five star ratings. I gave this one a five star rating after my first watch, and I, I wish I could get it, give it six stars. I don't um, even know how to describe the style of this movie. It's so. It's frantic. It's intense. Yeah, and it's and it's just. You know, you said Mona Lisa's CD. It's seedy. It is. It is different CD though. (laughs) It's a different CD. Yeah, it's just. um, I I don't even know how to even describe it. It is just. It is. It's chaos. It is chaos. It is intense, and I won't spoil it. But the last scene in the film (laughs) is one of my favorite last scenes in any. I, I, I. instant favorite I, I can't believe it took this long to get to this movie but i'll just, just say nobody man, nobody no. compares to hoskins um he rocked it uh so yeah um it i it was dvd criterion so i think there's potential of an upgrade someday um one day yeah uh, yeah but the arrow said the arrow i don't have that box i just have the standalone of of that i picked it up um last I think last summer when mm. they did their like Camp Arrow sale or whatever, and I got a whole stack of stuff, and uh, I I picked up that um that blue, and it looks really great. And well, the great thing with having uh, those two both films, the that set with Mona Lisa, is what I got to do is I got to watch 
the supplements on the Aero set and also the supplements on the Criterion set. So it was a, very much a complete Hoskins experience. Love it. Yeah, Love it. It, was, it, was, it was a good week for film. So anyways, I, I hope that didn't uh, <laughs> um, overshadow yours. What do you have? Oh, no, not at all. Um, so, you know, in kind of keeping with the kind of spooky, moody vibe of October, uh, I popped in uh, Curation 25 uh, from there to here. From Here to There, which is a concert um, with The Cure. Um, this was, so there's a Blu-ray set. It's actually like a um, Blu-ray booklet, one of those uh, kind of sets. And um, it's got two cons- two Blu-rays in it. Uh, it has this Curation 25, From Here to There, From There to Here. Um, and then the second disc is Anniversary, Um live in Hyde Park. And um, so I watched the first show and this was, uh, this was filmed on the final night of the 25th uh, Meltdown Festival, which is a festival curated by the Cures uh, singer, Robert Smith. And this was, took place at the, at um, the Royal Festival Hall in London in 2018. And this was like a, uh, special concert in Mm -hmm. that they played one track from each of their 13 studio albums in chronological order. And then when they got to the end, they did one track from each album in the reverse order. So that's the, from there to here, from here to there. And so it kind of, you're seeing the evolution and the, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the devolution, the devolution <laughs> of, uh, of the cure. And, you know, of course, uh, the way it's edited, they never, they never stop. Hmm. And so it is just, you know, two and a half hours of pure cure madness this is definitely this the this curation 25 is definitely for probably more hardcore uh fans of the band um because there's you know it's a lot of deep tracks um but i mean even if you like them and you're not um a huge fan it's just a it's a really great show and they've they've still got it so um, I was actually hoping to see them last year because um, they had been doing, um, they were touring for the, uh, I guess it was the 30th of Disintegration, their album. And they, sorry, I love, it's one of my favorites. And we were, they were, they did a couple live, live shows like in Sydney, I think that they live streamed and they were going to do a tour, I think to support it. And so my friend Rachel and I were like, all right, we're going to do a curcation and we're going to go wherever they're at. And then we know how that all hand turned out. So hopefully in the next year or two that they will, they'll get back to it. But anyways, it's a great set and beautifully done and uh, looks great. Sounds great. So, so Jill, I think this is the episode that we probably are most aligned on like everything. 
I, I own this. <laughs> Big surprise. Oh. But I haven't watched it yet. Uh, oh, it's so good. I, 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 I wouldn't say I'm a huge... A Disintegration is like one of the best albums of all time. Um, and the early... Yeah, I've been a Cure fan. I wouldn't say I'm a hardcore, but I but I, I do lo- love them a lot. And I saw actually in Atlanta at the Curiosa Festival, um, probably early 2000s, I saw them there. And they were, they were amazing live. Uh, just yeah. super talented band. Um, so... Yeah, look, real looking forward to this and this. Yeah, music- and the, and, and the oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That people that if they think that this is like a nostalgia act now, you know mm-hmm. where no, no, they're not. Yeah, they're not at all. And um, they have jobs. I know that people, yeah, people think like, okay, you know, Friday I'm in love. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. That's not this. I mean, and and they are. They're they've still got it. Yeah, a hundred percent. So this isn't like one of those. Well, they're just going to play the hits, and then that's it. This it's not that at all. So they are still like a legitimate band. <laughs> not that people that are reuniting are not legitimate, but sure. they are. They are still bringing a hundred percent. And yeah, sorry. So I did not mean to cut you off. I no, just you're had good. To, I, I have to clarify that. So I mean, it's been fifteen years or so since I, I since that fest, and mm-hmm. even then, I I went in there thinking, oh yeah. They're going to be a nostalgia act, pass, right. pass their prime, but they just blew the doors off. And from what I've yeah. heard, they're continuing to, to do that. And yeah. as you know, I'm going to a fest called Shaking Knees next week, and they often come up in the conversation as potential headliners. And um, yeah. I would love to see that. Um, it's going to be in May next year, so you probably won't go because of TCM. That's actually why I'm not going, because it's too close to that. I can't take two vacations that close together. Um but hope that happens. We love love to see the cure headline. I would break my new my no festival rule for that. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, that that was a lot of fun. We had a. I'm glad it was just us today because we had yeah, a lot, good. lot to talk about. So, Jill Blake, where can we we find you online? Well, um, so you guys know about the Classic Film Collective, which is a um, a Patreon we have. It's a group of women that are creating. Um, uh, writing and music and poetry and art. Um, so uh, check us out. And then uh, you can also find me ranting and raving at Twitter at Biscuit Kitten. And then uh, right now I'm hiatus with drinking while talking, but hopefully Wade and I will get that going soon. Uh, good, good thing we have this to. Um, to... I know. <laughs> I know. I was about to you know, burst not being able to talk about, you know, <laughs> movies and nerd out and shit so it's been yeah. fun and the, the listeners have, have, have really um enjoyed the ride as well a lot, a lot of compliments Yay. so um and so so i i'm a west 505 not as <laughs> active as jill on twitter but sometimes <laughs> just go to the facebook group but really i i think i'm on <laughs> facebook is my thing and twitter's your thing mm-hmm. and with a little I'd bit of so. overlap um like you dabble and i dabble in twitter uh <laughs> and I, we have a lot of fun on the facebook group uh yeah so yeah, go go hang with us there. Uh, Criterion Cast has a master feed. That's where you get the unedited ep- episodes. So for the, in this case, because of my travels, you'll get it a lot uh, sooner than the um, than it's right. on the main feed. And so, we do some great things on that unedited show. We do. We 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 had we re- reveal a few things that um, <laughs> not for public consumption. Sometimes by mistake, but. Um, uh, it's it's fun. It's a fun way to to support uh, Criterion Cast and also to get th- some this and other shows early. Uh, so that's it. Um, uh, great talking to you. Yeah, and... it was wonderful. <laughs>